Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Into the happy hour we roll. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scravey here with you up to 6 o'clock. Let's jump right into our next guest. Joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is none other than Theodore Leitner, voice of the Aztecs. Theodore, how are you, man? Hey, I'm good. How's things? <laughs> things? Things are good. You know how it goes here in spring training, watching these Padres get ready, but... We're, we're talking Aztec basketball right now, and uh, they get the fifth seed after winning the conference tournament. You've watched this team all year long. Um, yep. What would, you, what would you grade this team for their regular season performance and, and how they played this year? I would give it on a, on a 10 scale, a solid 8. I would. And I'd love to have the St. Mary's game back. They would win that on a neutral floor where they happen to play in Phoenix. I would love that one back. I would love the New Mexico game, the only game they lost at home, and one of those one of those days where they could not make a shot. That's all there was to it. And those you know, that backcourt there with uh, New Mexico went for 51 points between those two guys, Mashburn and House. But overall, in terms of, and it's a typical Aztec team. But I think it goes beyond that. The typical Aztec team plays tremendous defense, works hard. No, me, 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 I, 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 don't care what I scored. I just want to win, and I'm going to help my, my teammate out on defense and find him on offense, find the open man, not take a shot, 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 shot. It's just a pleasure. It has been that for me in my career with him, especially for the last 10, 15 years in, the, in this Fisher, now Dutcher era, where they're old school, old soul kind of ball players that goes beyond the winning. They're just a pleasure to be around. And this, as a result of that, is one of my favorite Aztec teams. Not the best, maybe not the second best, maybe not the third best. I don't know yet. But it's one of my favorite teams based on the personalities, the integrity, the grade point averages, the way that they really are students. Man, that's a long answer to your question, T, but i got to tell you, man, it has been a rock-solid season and i know people kind of take brian dutcher for granted don't yeah. just look at the body of work he's done after filling these enormous shoes of steve fisher that was what i was going to ask ted is how do we not take them for granted because i think too many people do and it's not fair they've won 19 games in a, or more in 18 consecutive years <laughs> they've been to the finals in the mountain west conference it was at 13 times in the last 15 i mean the the, the numbers just go on and on and on and on, yet too many critics of this program point to the 0-3 record under Brian Dutcher in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to argue back to that, but maybe no, you, you can't. can. No, can't, you can't, Chris, because I mentioned this with John Cantera. We talked about this. This is what I personally call the Buffalo Bills syndrome. <laughs> they get the four straight Super Bowls, but 
they lose them. And Norwood's got them beat with a 26-yard or whatever. It goes wide against the Giants. They lose that one. And nobody talks about, man, that's a hell of a team. All those other clubs sitting home watching them on television, Buffalo's there. No, no, no. From lose from winners, getting to all those Super Bowls, and suddenly they're losers because they lost the big game, they lost the postseason game. And that creeps its ugly head up. And it's the media that does it, I think, more than the fans. And the media, I think, starts that with the fans, that uh, they do take winning for granted once they finally get it, even if it took them a long time to wait to get it. And I, I think they really think, okay, okay, you've done that, and you won 27 ball games, and you won a regular season championship, and then you put on top of that, exhausted, three games in a row, you beat a terrific Utah State team, beat him for the third time this year. That's almost impossible. They're an NCAA team. And yeah, but you didn't win a couple of games in the NCAAs. That happens to be the baggage that now, after losing a few, that Dutch is going to have to live with. He understands that. Fans are fans. That's the way it is. But he has been with those huge shoes of what should be a Hall of Fame coach, and hopefully will be Steve Fisher. That's amazing. 20 wins in every year. He gets to the championship game of every Mountain West tournament. Now he wins this one here and wins both both of them and turns out a tremendous, tremendous product for the fans every year. But it isn't what it should be in terms of the adulation. Hopefully it will be. And like you said, what they're going to do is to shut that up. Just win. Yeah. Win, baby. Yeah. yeah. Ted Leitner joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carl's Bad Fan Hotline. Ted, you bring up such a good point because Coach Dutch has created a a a, a, a culture here that mm-hmm. is welcoming to newcomers, whether they're freshmen or transfers. One of those guys being being Matt Bradley, who uh, really was the focal point of this offense last year. Describe what you've seen from him this year, having to adjust with the depth, maybe not having as many shots as as he's used to having but yet still was the steady guy for this ball club offensively on pretty much every night. And that goes back to what you're talking to you about the culture, because that's the way it's been. And it's always going to be that way as long as Brian Dutcher is there. If you want to come to San Diego State, you will play defense. If you don't play defense, you're going to sit down next to me during the games. And if you think Steve Fisher started that here, he did not. He and Dutch started that in Michigan. They were the Fab Five. They were superstars and all that stuff. But, hey, you're Jalen Rose, you're Chris Webber. You don't play defense. You're sitting right next to me. It's always been that way. It'll be that way here. So it's 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 just that that culture you mentioned that these are different kind of cats. Everybody wants to slam dunk and shoot the three, and these guys can do that. But they will play Aztec defense. Fish always said, when you think of San Diego State, everybody in the country tells me they think of Kawhi and defense, <laughs> and the football team sells that same thing. Defense. We want my my back at the best. You know, five star products all the time in terms of drafts and then rather uh, in terms of signings and recruiting, but they're going to be tough and they're going to wear your you-know-what out every single day, and that's what they do. Answer your question, Matt Bradley doesn't care. None of those guys care about how many points did I get. Let me see a score sheet. I've never had an Aztec player in my lifetime ask me for a score sheet, a box, after a game. And I always tell the one about on the road trip, and I gave one to Chase Tapley when I got on the bus after a win, and he took it, and he put it on the seat next to him, and I watched him out of the corner of my eye because I knew what was happening. Chase never looked at it. He didn't care about anything but the fact the SX won that day. He got up, and we got to the hotel, and he walked off, and that box score is still sitting on that bus somewhere, somewhere in America. That's SX. Matt is not asked to score that much. Tramiel's not asked to score like he did. 
you know, in, in terms of Seattle, and they just say, that's fine, that's fine, as long as we win, we don't care. And, and Tremel said that when he got here. I know I'm not going to score here. I don't care. I came here to win, and that's what recruits need to hear. You're going to work hard. You're going to be in a family that loves each other, and they do, and you're going to win. And Brad didn't care about that, and Matt Bradley's one of my favorite assets, trust me, in just a couple of years. Tremendous, tremendous player, soft-spoken leader, who can uh, light it up or he can score four points and play good defense and a good passer, and you're going to win. All right, so, Ted, the magic question is, are we going to win on Thursday? Nobody knows the answer indeed to that yet, but uh, from what you've seen, what you've read, what you've heard about College of Charleston, what I've mm-hmm. seen, they, they run up and down the floor, they shoot a lot of threes. Yep. But, I mean, the Aztecs are athletic. I mean, it seems like they should be able to run with this team, and uh, – I, maybe they try to slow them down a little. What kind of game should we see on Thursday? And do you think this is a, a good matchup for the Aztecs if there is such a thing? You know, it's always hard to say because, honestly, I have not seen. I haven't even watched tape yet of Charleston. I've looked at the roster and so forth and so on, read some stories about them. And, so, you know, they won 31 games. I don't care who you are. That's a lot of games. But the Colonial Athletic, no offense, it's much like a lot of these 20-win uh, teams in the Mountain West. They had absolutely smushy, soft schedules of playing every cupcake in America. And I got no offense to the Colonial. That that league is the kind of league where the Aztecs, you know, for buy games, they give teams like that money, Furman and those kind of teams, to come to San Diego and get beat up. That's that kind of a league. If they take offense at that, I really don't care. But it's the truth. They didn't play <laughs> Arkansas, Arizona, and Ohio State, and, and Stanford, and BYU like the Aztecs did, and, and some of those Mountain West clubs in terms of Boise State and Utah State that are really, really good. So, yes, they have 31 wins. They play pretty good defense. They don't play Aztec defense. They've never faced a team like the terms of its defense, certainly not this year. The only common opponent is Colorado State, and they beat them by 10, as the Aztecs did. You know my favorite comment in terms of the Aztecs? Kevin Harlan, who's a good friend, is the lead uh, college basketball voice for CBS. So other guys did the, uh, the games and the quarters and the semis, and Kevin came in. And, and talking to him before the ball game at, at Thomas and Mac, he said, you know, when I look at the Aztecs and they take the court, I think of an NBA team. Think about that mm-hmm. in terms of looking at, at Nate and, and looking, my gosh, there isn't a player in the Mountain West like him. He's a, just, just a nightmare matchup. Jane Ledee is a man. I mean, this is Maurice Lucas, you know, mm. the power forward enforcer for Bill Walton at Portland. This is this is Kermit Washington. This is an NBA kind of power forward, and uh, that's why Kevin says, "Man, this is an NBA team, and they have a chance if they hit their shots, which is always the way it is. They can do thirty-five percent, they can do fifty-five percent, but when they hit shots and defend and rebound, they can beat anybody, including, in my opinion, they will beat Charleston." Ted, last one for me. How do you think this uh, tournament panel did the the Aztecs? Did, was do you think this was the right spot for them to be going at that five seed? You know, Tone. Well, after the game, with, with all the fans on the court and right in front of me there at, at courtside in Las Vegas, they all came up and said, "Ted, we're going to be a five. Can we be a five? And I said, "Gosh, I don't think so. They don't, don't normally. You know, it's, everybody's had a six, a six, a six." And the bracketologists, I think, do a better job with the basketball tournament than the, some of those guys uh, do in terms of picking the NBA draft, the, the uh, uh, NBA, and more so the NFL draft. I think those guys, Lenardi and so forth, do well. Six, 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 and I didn't think even a run at the tournament and a win over Utah State would get him a five. 
but it did. Now I'm thinking, you know what? Be careful what you wish for, because would you rather be a five and go five hours to Orlando, or would you rather be a six and, you know, play in Sacramento? Boise State is a 10 seed. They've got an hour and 45-minute flight to Sacramento. The Essex are a five. They've got to go all the way across the country. So they gave them that five, but they did them no favors in terms of the longest trip you can possibly have to go. And it'll be the longest trip by two or three uh, hours, whatever it is, you know, five hours. The Essex haven't flown more than two all year. That will take a little bit of a toll, but they'll have a day to get ready. And like I said, when you travel the Mountain West with all the altitude and all that, mm. a five-hour flight will not have that great an effect and should not affect the ball game. So a five is nice. They'll be fine. And I think they'll be against Virginia in that second game unless I really miss my mark. Theodore, as always, love catching up with you, love hearing from you. Uh, make sure you're comfortable on that long flight as you head out to Orlando. <laughs> we'll catch up with you when you get back. I have, re- I have requested first class. But I, I, I think I'm on a long waiting list. I don't think that's going to happen. I bet. Broadcasters, don't go, broadcasters don't go in first class. And, uh, and sometimes uh, the coaches don't go. That's why they call them coach, because they just have to sit back and coach. There you go. Ah. <laughs> Theodore, as always, love catching up with you. You have Thanks, a good day. Ted, always good talking Don't, to you. Chris. Take care, boys. And uh, in addition to this particular week, go Padres. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, that's sir. Right. Ted Leitner there on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. All right. That's let's get why to break. they call them coach because they sit in coach. Good old Ted. <laughs> that is a Pretty good one. simple, right? I've never heard that Pretty one. simple. Yeah, I never that's heard that good. one either. Yeah. That was a good one. Pretty simple. Um, let's get to break. Uh, we'll catch some traffic when we come back. Jim Bowden believes. Like I believe, well, no, Jim Bowden believes that the Padres' time to have a negotiation is right now. I tend to agree with him because I do believe Juan Soto is about to have an explosive, explosive year. We'll talk about it when we return. We're going to Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 
joining us a ton. Thanks again to the great one, Ted Leitner, joining us here on 97.3 The Fan. Teddy Ballgame, talking a little Aztec basketball as they get set to leave for Orlando tomorrow. And the first round of the NCAA tournament Thursday, 12-10 in the afternoon. The Aztecs will take on the College of Charleston. Win that, they'd go on to face either Virginia or Furman in the second round of the NCAA basketball tournament. By the way, the final rankings came in today. Scraby, Aztecs finish up the season, number 18 in the nation. Oh, nice. You know, it, it just underscores you know how great this team has been year after year after year after year and how much of a shame it is that so many people put all of the importance on how they do in the NCAA tournament. It's certainly a huge factor. That's college basketball. That's how it works. You're judged on how you do in the NCAA tournament, and the Aztecs have not performed well their last three trips. But it also, no matter what happens, cannot take away from how good of a program we now have here in San Diego, and we are lucky to have that uh, for sure. Uh, This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. Bob's Discount Furniture, home of the world-famous Bobopedic mattresses with all the comfort and quality of national mattress brands. For half the price, no matter what your budget, there is a Bobopedic memory foam hybrid or hybrid plus mattress for you. Check them out at mybobs.com. Jim Bowden. Jim Bowden? I did this to you. I'm sorry. I can't ever remember, and so it's Jim Bowden. It is Jim Bowden. I'm starting to mispronounce a lot of names all of a sudden. You guys, you, what's going on here? <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, like. This is the second time where I've been pretty sure about a name, and then you guys start talking about it, and then I and then you're not sure. It. Yeah, I'm not sure. Jim Bowden, yeah, we'll uh, go with the Bowden. baseball analyst, uh, former general manager of the Cincinnati Reds, if I'm not mistaken, and yep. I might as well be mistaken because I'm getting everything else wrong. <laughs> uh, talking about Juan Soto on the MLB Network radio today, uh, we'll get into that in a second. I just wanted to point out that there's a story making the rounds here anybody watch the academy awards last night no negative no. goes right. negative there negative there two negatives on the academy awards uh did you yeah i did i watched the entire thing oh man one of my favorite moments every year of the academy awards is the in memoriam segment i did see the joke that jimmy kimmel made right before he went into it which is the hilarious. what segment in memoriam where they pay tribute to the people that have passed over the last year. Oh, man. And uh, what what was the joke? Do you know what he said? I don't remember uh, that. It was something along the lines of, um, if you want Robert Blake in this memoriam, because Robert Blake passed away on Friday and they didn't have a chance to get him in there. Well, yeah, and he's kind of a... I don't remember the exact joke, but Robert Blake was brought up in a right murder before charges. they ran it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's the big criticism of the memoriam segment. Evidently, there's a few actors and actresses who passed away in the last year who are not included in the in memoriam segment, including Anne Heche, the actress, Paul oh, yeah. Sorvino, the actor. And uh, people are furious with the Academy. And I was just thinking, you know what? There are critics no matter where you go. I mean, even the in memoriam segment on the Oscars (laughs) is getting loudly criticized on Twitter and elsewhere for leaving out a couple of names and not and failing to recognize everybody in the in memoriam segment. 
So maybe I shouldn't feel so bad that we get criticized on this show for just about everything we do well, as well. Someone right now on Twitter is having a, a cow that he doesn't believe me that someone would have their anniversary on a Wednesday in 2003. We're talking about sports court here. This person's trying to poke a hole in into this whole anniversary thing. It's ridiculous. I, I really wait. Yes. They don't have what their anniversary can't fall on a Wednesday. Yes. And oh yes. wait a minute, we had a okay. We had a sports court earlier yes. where the guy said he was celebrating his 20th anniversary on May the 7th this year. So. Somebody actually went back to well, May the seventh twenty years ago to look it up and well, saw it's not, that it's that, not that hard. You just type in what day was it in May twenty seven or but May seventh two thousand three. Want to do that? Whoever tweeting me, they were fighting with me, and so I wrote. They, he said, or, "No way, the guy got married on a Wednesday." Yeah, and I said, "My my friends have weddings during the week all the time. Like it's just is cheaper." And and then he is was, "This guy married?" I don't know. I think it's a burner. It's just annoying. We get all anyway, kinds of speaking stuff. Of, speaking of critics, I'm even taking heat about something that we talked about in sports court. Yeah. Well, the Academy, you and the Academy Awards. Now, now how do they, the same. How do they determine who gets, who gets honored for yeah, the memorial? Do they have to be a part of the Academy? I, or? I think you're supposed to be a part of the Academy, and if you are, you should be memori- You should be. Uh, you definitely should. Memorialized in that segment. Anne Hayes probably should have been in there. I think Anne Hayes should have definitely People like been to included. be upset. But people, people just like to be upset, upset at something. You're right, Tony. That's yeah. exactly right. I've never been upset about anything. The Oscars really botched the in memoriam segment this year, <laughs> said one Twitter user. Uh, I also oh heard, I, if we're talking about the Oscars, I also read that uh, many people are annoyed with uh, Saturday, Night, Saturday Night Live because of what they did with Irish people on Saturday night. They, they, they I guess, stereotyped them. And there's many Irish people that are infuriated with the way that Saturday Night Live portrayed Irish people. Oh my god! I watched uh, Saturday Night Live. Do not recall being uh, infuriated, but I oh because I'm the Irish, Irish accent and the drinking is something that they didn't want. All right, I was about to say maybe Irish people shouldn't drink so much in the first place, but that'll probably get I've me in deep Ireland. trouble myself. I've been to Ireland in the height of my drinking days. Like I was, I was a first team All American in drinking, and I had no shot in Ireland against these people. Somebody yeah. was really upset about the portrayal of Irish people. Irish Yes, folk. It, it was a whole BuzzFeed article that I wrote, read this morning. Wow. Anyway. Thank yeah, you, no. Matthew. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew O'Scraby. Oh, you're welcome. For the latest. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> is it St. Patrick's Day this week? Uh, I think it, it is. It should be. My yeah, goodness. Friday, I believe. I can't. It's Thursday. Do I have anything oh, green wow. here? I got some green stuff here. I'll be Thursday. There. Today's Monday, right? Gotta... Yeah, fourteen fifty. Yeah, Thursday. So the seventeenth should be. Oh, I Friday. thought it's St. Patrick's Day, not March sixteenth. Really? In what world is that? I don't know. In I... your world, evidently. You know what? I got my iPhone here. Let me look on my calendar. No, I'll March seventeenth is definitely Friday. All right. And no, I know Mar- it's Friday. St. Patrick's Day is March seventeenth. Okay, I'm not doubting you. Has I'm been forever. St. Patrick's Day is very much. March seventeenth. Okay, the, I, I I don't remember. I, any I'm of not my, calling my you Saint Matthew O'Scraby anymore. You don't <laughs> even know when St. Patrick's Day is. <laughs> this is a great point. You're the only person on earth who doesn't know when St. Patrick's Day is. Give me your O back, buddy. Give me I that O back. Here, I'm taking it from my name. Here you go. Juan Soto hit a second deck home run today for the Dominican Republic. That brings smiles to all of Padre fans' faces. But you know, it bring more smiles. Him signing a long-term contract extension with the Padres. Jim Bowden, former general manager, talking on MLB Network, says, now is the time to negotiate with the superstar if you're the Padres. 
The interesting part about Soto, you know, Scott Boris normally won't do a contract. He'll usually take the player to free agency. But he would have a different opinion if he could broke a, break a significant record with Soto. So I could see him and Peter Seidler getting together with a deal because this he may be the one owner and the only owner that would give Scott Boris that record-breaking deal that he would want. He may be the only guy that would go 16 years or 17 years, you know, and, and 450 to 500 million. You know, he he may be the only guy to do it. So if you're Scott, normally you like to get the free agency. But the way Peter Seidler is guaranteeing money with years and dollars and taking everyone into their 40s, if you're Scott, you have to sit there and go, hmm, even if I take him to free agency, does he really beat maybe what I can get here from the Padres? I mean, I'm not, that's why, like, it's this is one of the few times, and the other time was uh, Jeff Weaver with the Angels. This is one of the few times that I can actually see the runway where Scott Boris and the Boris Corporation recommend the player sign before getting to free agency if they can get that record-breaking deal. Now, it's got to be a deal that the whole world looks at and they've never seen before, right? It can't be that 11-year Machado deal. It's got to be 15 years or 16 years or 17 years. You're going to have to take them to 40. But I don't know about you. I, I can see Peter Seidler and Scott Boris getting together on a ridiculous trade. I hope you're right, Jim. I hope you're <laughs> think we all hope he's right, yeah, right it wouldn't be surprising but he's got it figured out pretty good i mean peter seidler is finding a way to just get around all of this stuff and guaranteeing money for years and years and years after these guys careers are over more than willing to pay it in order to keep this team with a legitimate shot to win the world series so i don't maybe, know i don't know if they're getting paid after their career is over but certainly in uniform and he brings up such a good point. Scott is not the type of person that's just going to do any old deal. Like for Soto, which my guess is that's the the biggest the biggest dude he has in his in his staple of players at this point. It's probably going to have to be record breaking. I mean, otherwise, you know, why not go to free agency? But I think that's you, just that, that's the business they're in. Yeah, that is. Scott's in, I should say. I think you're right, though, about Scott Boros, though. He would take a deal if it helped him set a record. I think he has that right. no. that egotistical way about him that he wants to be a record-setting agent. I don't agent. know that that's it. But. <laughs> you don't? No. But he wants to be no. able to tell everybody, I have the record contract? I don't think that's why he's going for it. I think that I that's do. something that he can it's part of it. use later in life, but I don't think that's I, his I think he's used it force. each time. He's used it to his benefit to get the next guy, his next big it's easier to draw clients when you're the record-setting guy that's true that's true right yeah but how many juan sotos are going to come around with scott boris like, there'll be another many. one there'll be there'll another be one. another one but it could be 20 I don't know years if Scott's going to be here for it though oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, this might be his last shot to set a record is what you're saying tony we'll Maybe. see a 16 year deal would be insane but you said that I mean, these Padre a twelve-year deal was insane. But you at said one these point. Padre players wouldn't be paid after their careers are over. I think they will be. How? You think Bogarts is going to play eleven more years? Yeah, but once they, if he wants his money, he's going to play eleven <laughs> more years. Because if he, he retires, retired, it voids the contract, right? Oh. Right. Yeah. I mean, unless you get hurt, yeah. Um, yeah. Playing, you can't get that money. You got to play to get that money. You got to be. Oh. On a roster, 
Unless you get hurt and you have to like over force to retire. I didn't know you had to play to get money. I thought you just had to be a baseball player to get money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it you mean Tony, you don't there'd be a lot paid? of people getting paid right now. Tony, you're not still getting paid for uh, your no, last no, contract. No. I don't know I why. Certainly would, I don't. I know certainly why, would. Uh, I certainly would take an MLB paycheck right about. I that. know you would. I don't. I don't know why uh, more teams and players don't do the Bobby Bonilla contract. I think that's not well, too bad. Here's the thing: they started. You can't. It's not as easy to defer money like that anymore. I, I think there's some rules ah. and regulations now, where you can't just, you know, sign a dude and say, you know, we're going to defer these payments for like the next forty-five years, so we can, <laughs> you know, Save find some you know, money. Right? Yeah. They 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 don't allow for you to do that oh, as that easily sense, anymore. That makes sense. Though. Well, that's what I was thinking in my mind. Yeah, the deferred money. No, I think everybody would probably have their contract set up that way, <laughs> that way all the time now if they could. I have a real quick update on uh, Adrian Morihone. Padres manager Bob Melvin said that he's going to be evaluated by doctors today. He's expected to have an MRI on Wednesday. Melvin also said that he does not feel worse today after exiting yesterday's game with an issue in the back of his elbow. What did it look like, Tony? I, I honestly did not it, see. I mean, he didn't notice it until he until they came out and and, and checked on him. Um, and he was in some discomfort. Glad that uh, he's not feeling worse. No, no real update until we get a, an MRI and some pictures uh, taken on it. But uh, certainly not um, not ideal for for Adrian. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully it's it's you know something something that's not major. Not good to get hurt when you're battling for a roster spot. We need to take yep. a quick break. More Gwen and Chris coming up. And I think it's the final segment of the show. I you're right. You're right. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's coming up. <laughs> Our Sam Hunt will take over the Resort World Theater for a limited two-night engagement on Friday, April 21st and Saturday, April 22nd. Tickets are on sale now at access.com. That's A-X-S.com and rwlasvegas.com. Listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Sam Hunt at Resorts World Theater and a two-night stay at Resorts World Las Vegas. Every hour you listen now through March 19th equals one entry into the contest. Uh, we did hear, you guys haven't heard yet, but we will play for you, a little bit of Bo Mel. Um, he talked about specifically last night's outing for Nick Martinez. He struggled um, a little bit in his outing, partly due to pitch count, partly due to Mexico, who was swinging the bats well. I think he ended up giving up three earned runs in that outing. Bo Mel was asked uh, about Team USA last night, Nick Martinez's outing in particular. He battled, got some, you know, he obviously had some pitches in, you know, kept him in the game for where he was, but... Um... You know, we just, for us, it's more about getting his pitches in, and we wanted him to get close to 60, and he did that. So I, felt, have it. I, I think he should have just ripped Nolan Arenado. He would have been out of there a lot sooner if Nolan Arenado could pick up a ground ball. That's what <laughs> I would have said if I was Bob Melvin. <laughs> I find uh, it very don't, interesting don't poke how, the bears. How, he, how he answered that. Because the I guess I didn't really think about this, but teams are looking at this as like just a high intensity spring training, and they wanted him to get sixty pitches, and that's what he got. I mean, that is that is why it blows my mind that people like get frustrated about 
losing games or guys in slumps. Did you hear his answer to his one of his starters giving up runs? I didn't. Basically, I didn't really care as long as he got his sixty pitches in. That's that right. was what I heard, basically. Yeah, that's what they care about. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They, you're right. Spring training, managers, coaches, et cetera, owners, players, they're all thinking of totally different things than what fans are thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they got they got completely different um, priorities. Last one before we get to some traffic, Bo Mel was also asked if the Padres have put any restrictions on Juan Soto's availability in the World Baseball Classic for uh, Team Dominican Republic. Did you guys put restrictions on how much one could be used? No. Okay. Uh-uh. I think it's all, you know, Ben's with him, so one of our trainers. So, you know, he's updating us on how he's doing. He's doing fine. You know, if there's anything that pops up, whether it's a DH day or something like that, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But he could play every game that they have three in a row. He could do that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I think Bo Mel was pretty adamant about this from the very beginning. If Juan got healthy enough to go, he was going. Like, it was a full tilt thing. It wasn't going to be any kind of maybe get him a couple of bats here, don't let him play. They weren't going to do any of that. So Yeah, can't, imagine, really... can't imagine the Padres would have let him go if there was any chance of him tweaking an injury. Yeah, yeah, no no doubt about it. And they, and they have staff there. You mentioned Ben, who was one of the uh, trainers is there with them. All right, uh, let's check some traffic, and then you get a chance to hear from USD baseball coach Brock Elgridge. And I know you're thinking, I said it earlier, what? Tony had somebody on here from USD? Well, this guy's special. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. I teased the fact that, and my USD insider told me that your very first college home run was affected by Tony Gwynn Jr.'s father. Can you can you tell? Tony said he didn't know if he remembered the story or not, but I, I thought it was kind of interesting. Yes, yes. No, something you'll never forget, but not too many people get to have a story like that, I'll tell you that. And uh, um, I, I think I think Coach Glenn felt um, awful about it, more so than, than, it, than it did bother me, you know, and that just showed you the type of man he was. Um, but uh, I think I was, I was uh, third in the, um, on the uh, lineup in the dugout, and in the lineup that he handed to the umpire, I was fourth. And, you know, it, it, it was 
it was weird because I, I hit it was my first college home run, probably the farthest ball I probably ever hit, you know, I, in my life. And and I come in and all the guys, you know, kind of give you the silent treatment, not not giving you a high five or anything, and kind of not talking to you and all that. And then and I'm kind of sitting there waiting, and then all of a sudden the umpire comes over and he's talking to coach and. And coach is like, hey, Brock, sorry, got to go hit again, man. You're up. The, uh, you hit out of turn, and it's my fault, man. I'm sorry. Go go do it. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, all right, whatever. Went up there, and then uh, luckily I, I hit a double to right to, in, in that of bat. So it's kind of kind of crazy, but uh, um, something you'll never forget. But your home run did not count because you were – Did not count. No, not and, count. and my actual <laughs> turn uh, to hit was, uh, was that time to go up there. The, uh, the guy that was supposed to hit Jake McClintock, who played with Anthony too, yeah, um, got a strikeout for it. But uh, I, I felt bad for him. But uh, it, it, it was all good. <laughs> it was all good. Brock Ungridge yeah. in his second year as USD base as the USD baseball coach. Brock, uh, just talk about your journey a little bit. You 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 play some pro ball. You start coaching your aunt Stanford. This job opens up. And in your first year, you guys are able to win uh, a championship. Uh, just talk about the progression of, of trying to get USD back going in the direction that it, it once had. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, it, it, it's pretty cool to, uh, to to be able to have that experience, the playing experience. And then, you know, I, I go back to the people that, that influence you, you know, as, as coaches. Obviously, your dad, a uh, big influence of mine. And um, when I played, just – you know, going to the office all the time and sitting there talking to him as a coach and, 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 and going, okay, when I'm done playing, I really want to do this. It's something I want to do. Um, and then my high school coach, coach Pew at mission Bay was, was a big yeah. influence too as well. And then, um, and then you get in the coaching ranks and coach Martinez, uh, at San Diego state and, uh, then going up to Stanford with coach Marquis and, and kind of experiencing that as well too, a, a very well-run program. And, um, you know, getting opportunities, right? If things happen and being able to come back home to San Diego and, and take over for Coach Hill was, was awesome. But you take all kind of bits and pieces from everybody you learn, and and um, it's about the people. It's about the relationships. It's about the kids, and that's that's the best part about doing what, what I get to do every day and uh, try to impact them like I was impacted as a player myself, you know. And um, uh, that's the best part of the gig, you know, and it's about the process and it's about – developing these young men into becoming men um, through discipline and through love, man. I mean, leading with love is, is number one in our book. Brock Unrich is the uh, head coach at USD uh, baseball and uh, played for uh, Tony's dad uh, at San Diego state. Just, I, I want to, I want to get into what you're doing now, but I, I, I've always wanted to ask what it was like being recruited as a young kid by Tony Gwynn. I mean, what, what kind of an impact that had on you, uh, I, I don't know if he came to your home or came to your games or just just having somebody of that magnitude all of a sudden kind of in your life as a young person and, and what kind of effect that had on you, Brock. Well, I was I'm a big shoe guy. I love shoes. And uh, <laughs> my first meeting with uh, with Tony Senior, um, I go over to state and you know I was, at that time you know recruiting's different. I'm going recruiting today, uh, watching you know younger high school kids but uh i was a senior right i was a senior that's when you committed your your fall of your senior year and i i go in i sit down first time i got to meet with him and first comment he goes god you love jordan's i said yep i love jordan's and he goes my type of guy so we hit it off right right away (laughs) i started laughing and uh 
um anyways but that that was like the first experience we sat down we talked hitting for like two hours and um i mean are you kidding me what you know, growing up in san diego and you idolize tony Gwynn and um you know that's when when he announced that he was going to retire from the padres and was going to go coach at state i was like man when i whenever i get that opportunity that's my goal i want to go play for him and and because um, i had so much passion about hitting and, and i wanted to learn and, um a lot that that we do at usd is, is based off of tony and um, you know, Anthony, your dad used to say all the time, know who you is. You got to know who you know is. Who you is. That's and, right. and, and, and it's, uh, I don't have it on the wall, uh, in our clubhouse yet, but that's all our guys talk about. Cause I say it every day. You got to know who you are and you got to know who you are as a player and as a, as a pitcher, as a hitter, whatever, whatever you're doing, whatever athlete you are, whatever sport you play. And, um, you know, it's something that I kind of took from him, but it, it was an honor. Are you kidding me? You know, to, to be recruited by a hall of famer. It was unbelievable. Brock, one of the things you, you get to do as a head coach running your program is you get to kind of set what it means to be a, a USD Torero. So mm-hmm. when you walk into what what is what is a USD Torero kid look like for you? Yeah, that's a it's a great point. It's it's like the right fit in the recruiting process as as everybody says. And the right fit is different at, at any school, I would say. Um you know, but for me, it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of transparent, right? Where if if you're going to be a you got to be a great student, and if you're going to be a great student, then that's going to translate to the field. It's going to translate to the weight room. Uh, it's going to translate to how you are um, in society, uh, your character, how you're going to treat mm-hmm. people um, wherever you go. You know, and and that's that's what I'm looking for. You know, that that's my fit for our program. Um, and then you get kind of the like-minded individuals, you know, so, um, you get kids that are, that are conscientious about school, um, that are conscientious about, uh, their work off the field, um, and conscientious about being a a good person in the community. Um, man, if you, if you can give me that along with the talent and have all those match up, then you're going to put a, you're going to put ourselves in a good position to, to be successful. Right. Uh, I, I think that they all got to match, you know, you can't have this, this uber talented kid. And then, you know, then maybe his work ethic is, is down at the bottom, you know, or, or his school is down at the bottom. I mean, they all got to be kind of similar, uh, you know, on the, on the same page and, and, and being humble too. Right. That, that, that yeah. comes along with it too. And, and being a good teammate. So I, I think that's that's where we start, and, and it's hard to say no to that kid that that might be really good, but that doesn't fit the box academically, because then you're setting them you're setting them up for 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 failure. I mean, USD is a tough yeah. school um, academically; it is very challenging. So, um, so when you go into it, I can I think that's kind of like the first thing that we kind of look at, you know, is, is how are they going to be in, in, in school. Brock Unrich is the uh, head coach of uh, USD, University of San Diego Torero. just got done with a weekend series in uh, Fort Worth against TCU. And uh, one thing I know that, you know, before you got there, Rich Hill always played a very challenging schedule. Talk about putting a schedule together and what it means to your program. And and what's your what was your thinking when you came in taking over for Rich Hill? Because very, very successful last couple of decades of baseball there for the Toreros. Yeah, no, no question. You try not to screw things up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you know, don't don't overcook anything. You just uh, you uh, you try to take one step at a time, and um, you know, 
we won the conference last year. Um, we've got a lot of, a lot of guys coming back and, and my, my job as a coach is, is to prepare them and challenge them. Um, one of our, one of our sayings in our program is hard to easy and, um, doing things, you know, uh, doing the hard work, uh, up front, hopefully later on turns into, to easier road, um, down the path. But, uh, this schedule, we were on the road for 12 days, um, you know, I'm like, hey, let's let's get on the road and go see where we made it. We went to Oregon first before, um, and and got swept, and then went to Oregon State, lost another one there, uh, and then went to TCU, pulled one out, 14 to two on that Friday, and then lost two tough ones on Saturday, Sunday. But you know, it, it, the result wasn't there, but it's the process going through it. And my older guys, the leadership is key. I can see it in their eyes. They're they're. You know they're they're frustrated, but they're they're taking ownership of it. They're talking to one another. They're rallying the group. It's not me. I can I can set the foundation, but they run with it. You know, um, and and guys like Kevin Sim, Jack Costello, Angelo Peraza, um, you know Garrett Rennie on the pitching side. Like th- these older guys have been there, which is nice. So now with us starting conference this week ahead, um, I kind of that hard to easy. Is take not not saying conference is easy by any means, but playing all those teams that are on the top twenty-five: Oregon, Oregon State, TCU. All those teams are in the top twenty-five, and you know uh, these guys should be prepared for for what's ahead of them. I think. No doubt about it. Terrell's six, eight, and one on the year. They start conference play this week. Brock, man, uh, always fun to catch up with you, man. Uh, certainly appreciate you you coming uh, on the show and. Kind of talking a little bit about your program. We're definitely going to do this again, man. Good luck the rest of the way. No, I appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure. And, Chris, thank thank you as well for having me on, man. I appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you, Brock. Very good. He's right about that. Brock Ungrich. Truer words were never spoken. Memphis trails Dallas 50-49 at halftime, NBA. I bring it up because John Morant has checked into a counseling program in Florida. Saw that. And remains without a timetable on his return to the NBA. Morant seeking assistance for what he described as needing to get some help to work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and his overall well-being. Best of luck to Ja. Yeah, at least he's doing something productive about it. Agreed, Scray. Before you, for Tony, I'm Chris. We'll see you all tomorrow at 2, 97.3 The Fan. So long. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.